T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. That's... That's a whole nother story we got to talk about here at some point this morning is this. I mean, I think everybody needs to be prepared for Donald Trump to be locked up. I'm not advocating that, but if you don't think that's about to happen, I think you're going to be in for a real shock here in the next couple of months because I think that's been the plan all along. But we'll talk about that a little later. Thank you, Gary. It's 636. On this Monday morning, it is the 30th day of October 2023. I'm John Reed, and we are glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. So, 24 days into this conflict, this war, um, Israel going after Hamas uh, in Gaza, and uh, it seems like things are only getting worse. Uh, let's go to Jordana Miller who is our ABC News correspondent, joining us once again live from Jerusalem this morning. Jordana, I appreciate you joining us on this Monday. What's happening? Well, the Israeli army is sending more tanks and troops into the Gaza Strip, expanding uh, their ground incursion, which began late Friday night. They say in the last, the Israeli army says in the last 24 hours, they've hit hundreds of Hamas. Uh, military assets, and they've killed dozens of Hamas uh, terrorists. Uh, we're hearing some reports that tanks are uh, are approaching the outskirts of Gaza City. Uh, that is uh, where Israel believes Hamas is really headquartered, where some of its most important commanders and leaders are hiding there in bunkers. Um, for many weeks, Israel had been signaling that this is going to be the first major location of the assault. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that seems to be where those tanks and troops are heading. Uh, here in Israel, along the northern border with Lebanon and Syria, we're seeing more rocket fire in the last 24 hours coming not just across the Lebanese border, but also across the Syrian border. Uh, Hezbollah you know, hitting deeper inside Israel, aiming not just at IDF military positions, but civilian communities, uh, and Israel hitting back in both uh, Syria, hitting military installations there, and uh, Hezbollah uh, positions inside Lebanon. So that northern border remains very tense and active. When we're talking about the Hamas leadership, um how many of them are there? Are we talking about really thousands of people that are, uh, you know, there are multiple layers of leadership. One person dies, somebody else steps up. Right. That's a good question. So they're estimated to be between 20 
and 30,000 Hamas fighters. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, there are dozens of commanders, lower level commanders, but there's really only a few uh, top uh, leaders that um, Israel believes if they were killed, it would make a difference. One of them was recently mentioned by the idea spokesperson himself, uh, and that is the head of Hamas inside the Gaza Strip. His name is Yahya Sinwar. Um, he is, you know, the, Israel's been chasing him and and for many years, and now they say that you know they will, you know, quote unquote, reach him. Right. Um, but there are a handful. You know, there's only about four of them. You know, Khalid Mashal, Mohammed um, Def is really the main leader of. Uh, Hamas's military wing in the Gaza Strip, and also if he were assassinated, it would be a blow. So I think at the lower levels, people step in, but at the very highest levels, it would be hard to replace these people. I see. And then I also thought I'd ask you what you're seeing in Jerusalem. I mean, now that we are three-plus weeks into this, uh, when we first started talking to you, it sounded like the streets were barren, the stores were closed— life had completely stopped. Is that still the circumstance in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv right now? It's still pretty eerie here in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. I would say there's still a lot of places that are shut down. Uh, Just about an hour ago, there was a reported stabbing attack. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not far from where I live, maybe a 10-minute drive, a young Palestinian resident of East Jerusalem um, stabbed and seriously injured a police officer hmm. near the famous American Colony Hotel. So, you know, it's still it's still quiet here. It's still abandoned. But now it, it appears there's more tension now between the local Palestinian uh, community and, and Israelis who live in the city. Remember, it's a divided city. Right. Uh, and that tension is palpable on a regular basis, at least when I have been been there. I can imagine what it's like now. Jordana right. Miller, our ABC News correspondent, live from Jerusalem this morning. I appreciate that we can count on you, Jordana. Thank you very much. Thanks so much. Yeah. Is that? Did you see the what over a hundred thousand people people who protested in London this weekend, uh, pro Palestinian in London. That's alarming to me. And, you know, I I was one of the people that was called a xenophobe and an Islamophobe and a hater when I said, eh, London feels different to me. This is three or four years ago. I went, I forgot, I I don't know what it was that took me over there. My, My college roommate pretty much should have been born in London. He was much more British than he was American, but he was born in New Mexico. Anyway, I went over to... Went over on a business trip or something. This maybe right before I started this job, and caught up with him. He doesn't speak to him in, anymore because of Donald Trump. It's not me. It's Donald Trump. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm now a horrible person because of Donald Trump somehow. But anyway, I've always enjoyed. I think he's a very interesting guy. I've always enjoyed uh, hanging out with him. Maybe one day he will return to normalcy. Whatever. Um, I go over to visit him in London. I said, man. This, uh, I feel like I'm seeing more burkas than ever. He's like, oh, no, this is the way it's always been, John. I said, I don't think so. I've been coming to London pretty frequently for a long time, pretty regularly for a long time. I think things have changed here. And then, of course, in Paris, a lot of things change, have changed. And I'm just, 
how do I say this politely? Diversity is killing us. Diversity is killing us. Doesn't mean that everybody's a bad person, but we just have very different values and goals here. And this is this is one of those moments where that difference is on display. And I you know, I was listening to Jeff a little bit last week. I forget if it was Thursday or Friday. And I don't know what to tell you. If you don't see the real problem here where people are murdered, girls are raped, babies are decapitated and slaughtered, and um, you see a group of people who are still out there protesting on behalf of the people who did this, to civilians, if you don't see the problem there, how do I help you? How do I help you? Because I think we've got a big problem on our hands. And it's, I mean, you can turn away. You can act like, oh, this really isn't, this isn't a problem. It's a problem, everybody. It's a problem in London. It's a problem in Paris. It's a problem in New York. If you bother to look online at the attacks on Jews and people who might be Jews, um, we've got a problem in our midst, and it's it is because I you know I hate to keep saying this it's because Democrats are fools. Democrats live in fantasy land. They refuse to acknowledge that there are differences amongst people, and they're not just cosmetic differences. It's not just oh your skin is a different color or you you know dress a different way. They're really fundamental differences in the way we live and what our goals are. And what our values are. And so you can continue to delude yourself into thinking that life is one big ride at Disney World. And everybody's wearing a different costume. And they're all singing the same song. And everything's going to be okay at the end of the ride. Or you can face the reality that different people have different values. And so my observation is diversity is not a strength. What's a strength is common values and common goals amongst diverse people. And this is an opportunity, horrible situation overseas, but it is an opportunity for us to see that at a moment where innocent people are being slaughtered, and all of you who have gone to the Holocaust Museum and have cried at the end of the Holocaust Museum and have signed the little guest book that says, never again, oh my God, never again, never again, we'll never allow this to happen again, you're allowing it to happen again. Because you're, you're going along with dumb people, stupid people. You're, you're tolerating things you shouldn't tolerate. You've been bullied into believing or forced into believing that despite what you're seeing in front of your own eyes, that we're all the same. We are not all the same. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we're not all the same. And so our values here are being used against us, and it's only going to get worse. Now, I don't know what the solution is. I wish I had a solution for you, but I will tell you one of the solutions going forward is not to, not to continue what we're doing today.
not to allow the borders to be open, not to be so generous about everybody could come here. It's there's no vetting. There's no concern. Everybody's the same. That is not that's not smart. That's not what you would do if you were hiring people at your business. It's not what you would do if you were inviting people over to dinner at your home. It's not smart to just kick the front door open and allow anybody to come in. It's destined to be a problem because not everybody has the same values. And I think we're about to learn that the hard way. Just based on this little snippet. 647, we'll be back with more in a moment on this Monday. I'm John Reed, News Radio, WRVA. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 